Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alfred saves the day but ends up having to make a tough choice plus a new romance blossoms. We're talking all about this explosive episode starting right now. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, AfterBuzzers? How's it going? Thank yeah. you once again for joining us for this season finale of Pennyworth. And this was an explosive, oh, no man. pun intended, that was episode. So good. I'm your host, Benny Adams, and we have so much to talk about today. But before... I go into any more further things about this after show. I want to introduce you to the amazing Ben, a.k.a. Robin. Hello, everybody. How is it going? Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> believe it's the last show. I can't believe that. Yeah. But that was very explosive. And it my was. favorite, to be honest. I really have to say it was my favorite episode. Mm-hmm. It so. was It was definitely a very, very crazy episode. Right. We have so much to talk about today, including some news and gossip. And we have a very special top three, mo- uh, top three moment, which we're going to talk about our favorite Butlers oh, yeah. of not just uh, in the DC universe, right. but of just any movie or any TV show. That's funny. So actually. stay tuned for <laughs> that. But before uh, we get into it, what did you think about this episode? I mean, th- th- the last couple of seconds, to be honest, I was like, oh my God, what mm-hmm. is happening here right now? I mean, Alfred comes in, his dad is about to make this huge explosion. I said, I mean, this is crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, think about it yourself. You're in a room with your dad, and he wants to oh do some crazy stuff. And yeah. you as the son trying to save the whole people and the house and the building, and but then you also <laughs> want to save your dad. And wow, I was like, damn, how are they going to end that? Right. You know? so, right. But then the explosion, okay, I saw that coming at some point. But I also really have to say, I don't know how they did it, mm-hmm. but the explosion looked really real. Oh, yeah. Me. So I, I'm not sure. Do you think it was CGI? I'm not sure about that. So, it probably was. Yeah, it right? has to. I have no idea. It I have no great, clue. Though. But it did look good. I'm just <laughs> yeah. mind blown, man. Oh, mind blown. The writers did a phenomenal That's right. job. For sure. And uh, yeah, let's just get right into it. Let's start yeah. talking about Lord Howard. He has kidnapped the queen. Right. And he is in it to win it. He's out for blood. And um, so we find out that the feds are going to his place. As soon as they open the door, we see his wife and the butler they're hanging right and this foreshadows a lot more hangings we'll talk a little bit more about that yeah but um he has the queen read this statement and that's pretty much her saying she's giving her power to lord howard at that moment what what were you thinking i was like wow i mean that's actually a very good position for lord howard right now Mm -hmm. i mean he made it 
I didn't even expect it to happen. To be honest, right. I didn't. I didn't feel that he was. He wasn't a good like on a good track, right? So I feel mm-hmm. like he's gonna do something. But that he gets the queen immediately like that, you know, that they basically kind of capture her, and he gets to the main power in imme- immediately, basically. Yeah. So he took over. He just mm-hmm. went to this one like office space and just basically took over of the overall generals and everybody, right? So right. that was really impressive for me because it happened so quickly. Insane, man. Insane. Insane. Really insane. And I want to talk about, you know, when we first see Lord Howard and right. uh, he's walking and he's walking um, with all these other people and we haven't really seen him look like this. And you said something about it. He was just walking with with such confidence. We've yeah. never really seen him look like that. What did you get from that? I mean, he like... I mean, he always was kind of an... He had an attitude a little bit, I felt, mm-hmm. right? Every time in every episode. Yeah. But this time, he was even a little more posh in a way, you know? The the thing that he was wearing in gold, you know? His nose now out of a sudden is in gold, right. you know? He looks kind of rich and wealthy out of a sudden, right? Right. So, and I feel like... It, it's it's still very interesting to me because every time when I see him in connection with Beth and her sister, mm-hmm. I was like... I take it serious, don't get me wrong, but it's also kind of funny to watch in a way. So this, right. the story writers did a very good job. Every time when I see Bet and the sister, they trying to be so mean and so brutal in a mm-hmm. way, but they're also funny at the same point. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, hard I, to take, especially y- Bet. It's very yeah. hard to take her seriously. Yeah, because when they sit in the living room and they were basically on the couch and then they say, Please eat a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just had to laugh. Yeah, you know, I yeah. Even though, it. like, it's like a really awful situation. I know, but <laughs> it's the queen, you know, of England. Right. I was like, wow. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so the prime minister, he is not having it. Lord right. Howard is saying, you know, you need to give up your position right now, or there will be blood. But the prime minister, he's saying he's not going to do it. Do you think he's not going to do it because? Or do you think he didn't want to do it because he's thinking about himself, he still wants this power? Or do you think he's thinking about the queen, like he knows the queen would not want this? I think the way how I experience the whole character, I feel he's he's pretty much about himself. Yeah. I think he's a little selfish. Mm-hmm. He's trying to pretend from the outside to to work and basically, you know, work for the queen. Right. But I think at the end of the day, he's just trying to take his advantage out of everything, mm-hmm. to be honest. Right. So I think in this position he almost feels like very lost. I can mm-hmm. I can remember like his face when the queen is talking about that, that Lord Howard is now taking over, mm-hmm. his face was just lost. Yeah. I yeah. was like, wow, what are you gonna do now? Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do now yeah because he doesn't give any giving you any time because he wanted to take over immediately and have blood everywhere right but then the general did something that i didn't see coming but you said yeah that's kind of smart in a way to do too right to give Mm -hmm. him 24 hours to not make a big scene out of it at the beginning exactly and then taking over right i didn't see that coming and that's i also want to touch on that so a lot of people that are now working for howard he they are they Obviously, they don't want to do it. They, yeah. They're not with him. But these are the new orders now. Yeah. And someone else who is not really feeling what Lord Howard is doing is uh, Francis. Lord yeah. Francis. And she says yeah. she didn't sign up for this. She didn't sign up for kidnapping the queen. What do you think about these two dynamics? And why do you think she's still following him? That was very interesting to me because that was the first time where I basically felt, oh, my God, Frances is completely against it now. Mm-hmm. I think she doesn't feel it anymore at all. I think mm-hmm. she's completely over it. I think she just wants to leave. Right. But I think she's kind of... 
I think he really got power over her. So I think, mm-hmm. like, if she's saying, hey, you know what? I'm not going to follow you anymore. I'm not going to do this. I don't believe that. Right. I think, honestly, Lord Howard would just kill her. Right. Because he would be, like, afraid or scared that she's, she'd maybe turn around at some point and maybe he's doing something against him out of a sudden, you know, even right. down the line or something. Right. And I think she knows that. I think he, she knows that he can be very brutal mm-hmm. if he wants to, if he has to be. And I think she's just scared of it. Right. But I saw it in her eyes. It's a very interesting point that you just raised right now. I think when they are in this office mm-hmm. and he's basically taking the cigarette from her mm-hmm. and is smoking and is talking to her. And I looked into her eyes. I was like, wow, she just she was wants, she wants to get out of here. Yeah. She just, she's done. Mm-hmm. But she couldn't, you know? So it's... It's like she she pledged her, her loyalty yeah. to him. Even though she knows what he's doing is not right. Yeah. And she does not believe in this. She still feels that she has to follow him. And that I just thought that was so interesting. Because if I was in that position... Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to be like, deuces, <laughs> I'm out, bro. I would cry. Take it easy, man. I mean, people, I would cry in a second and, <laughs> oh, and yeah. pray for something, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there was definitely a lot of OMG moments. Oh, yeah. Um, one OMG moment that just blew my mind was... Um, an Undine or Undine Twait. I think I'm, I think I'm pronouncing her name right. I was shocked right. when we find out that she was hanged. I mean, were, were you expecting that? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it took me even a second. Remember that scene when they're basically taking her out of the house? Yeah. It took me even a second to recognize her. Mm-hmm. I just saw this blonde woman at the beginning. I was right. like, who is that? And then I was like, oh, it's her. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene, boom, she was already dead. I right. was like, whoa. Right. Coming back to, wow, that happened very quickly. The whole change of power just happened mm-hmm. in a second. It felt like when I watched it, it just felt like in 30 minutes, the, right. whole, the whole city kind of changed. Yeah. You know? It that, was, was, that was impressive to me. It was insane. And I was a little surprised how they dealt with her death. I thought she would have a final moment. Yeah. I guess. That's but so true. she really didn't. We saw her, like you said, we saw her get taken out. Yeah. And then the next thing we know, we see these people hanging. Right. They're dead. And she's one of them. I know. And you really see, like, this new world right. that that he is creating. Yeah. And it just, it really just shows you the type of person he he is compared to, I think if Undine Twait got in command, do you, like, do you think she would have been that evil? I don't think so. I mean, that was one of the, one of the scenes where I felt like, wow, that happened a little bit too fast because mm-hmm. I was expecting that they're just going to take her, they're going to capture her somewhere in a cell or whatever, and then they're going to punish her, right. trying to get even more information out of the no-name. Like, like what they what did with uh, Lord Howard exactly. in the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. I expected the same thing. Why killing someone if you just have power over them right now and just trying to get even more information, then maybe at some point you can still hang them or whatever. Right. So that was a little fast to me, if mm-hmm. you ask me, but you know, right. I didn't exactly. write it down. You know. Exactly. If I would have, I would have changed that. <laughs> well, as soon as uh, Lord Howard was, as soon as he was able to get into power, it was taken away. Right. Enter Alfred. But before we go into Alfred and his relationship with his dad, I think you have a little important, uh, important information. Of course, to I tell our viewers have important information. I mean, we talk about this episode already, which is more so informative. Yeah. I mean, this is crazy, but. 
to do all that, people. We also wanted to say thank you for your support, by the way, right? Because you make us the ESPN of TV talk, right? And we would be nothing without you guys because you are joining in every week, every day to all of our shows. And we definitely wanted to say thank you, right? And if you can watch it for some reason, hey, we also have a podcast, right? So you can go on iTunes and you can even listen to us right now if you're not able to watch us, right? So thank you again very much. Keep up with that. And also, if you're on YouTube right now and you're watching us, give us five stars and also five thumbs, as I'm always saying, right? Thanks again. Have a great week and see you soon. Thanks, man. Oh, Another yeah. good one. Of course. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. All <laughs> right. Let's go to, let's talk about Alfred and his yeah. dad. This was one of my favorite storylines because you really get to see yeah. the dynamic between the two. So we start out with... Alfred, he is trying to leave the country. Yeah. He wants to go to Nor- New Orleans. Yeah. Um, he doesn't really. Uh, he doesn't really get to go. The yeah. police stop him. Let's talk about uh, that fight scene. Love it. I loved <laughs> that fight scene. You know why I liked it? Because it really gave me a little Easter egg kind of right. sense of old school Batman the Batman that came out like back in the day good point and you know with the music and everything but with a little twist because yeah. the music was somewhat more relatable to right. Alfred right. and I loved that what did you right. think about that that was that was great I didn't see this fight scene coming to be mm-hmm. honest I was just thinking that they're trying to get their way out of there or something from the poor right but I felt like wow when that started I was like wow that was very dynamic I like that mm-hmm. and then also I was really thinking about this pal Peng from the old Batman right. movies but I was like wow if they exactly. would have put that in there that would be like amazing mm-hmm. you know so that was really cool and it really reminded Reminded me of Batman too, right? So, oh yeah, because honestly, I didn't. When we watched the last episode last week, I felt like, yeah, he's really leaving the country, right? Mm-hmm. So I already had that in my head that he's gonna leave. Right now, having to turn and they, he basically going back and just taking the car of the police and drives back to the to town mm-hmm. was also very surprising to me. I don't yeah. know what you felt about that. Well, yeah, and speaking of that, so he does take the car and yeah. and leave, and he goes straight to uh, Martha, and he goes straight to Martha's place, right. Thomas is there, and we'll talk about their little budding relationship. Ryan, are you bit. ready for that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm ready. Okay. But we, we find out that Alfred, he learns the, the truth about the queen, and he yeah. comes up with this brilliant idea. Let me save the queen so I can get pardoned. Right. And the cops won't be after me anymore. Yeah. But do you really think he wanted to save the queen because of that or do you think he wanted to save the queen because he just knew it was the right thing to do i mean i think i'm not sure about that to be honest because i felt like that he still felt kind of bad about leaving his parents behind to be honest so Mm -hmm. i think he was thinking about himself too right but i think alfred in general i think is not very selfish person per se I've never seen him like like that, to be honest. I think for Mm -hmm. me, it was always like he wants to do it right, not just for him, but for Mm -hmm. everybody that he knows and loves around him. So I felt like he was trying to combine these two things, to be honest. Right. That's what I felt. Yeah, I think it was a little bit of both. Yeah, You know, I think he definitely saw an opportunity because, like you said, he he wants to be able to see his parents. He wants to be able to see his friends. He wants to be able to live a normal life. He doesn't want to be on the run. But at the same time, you can tell he is a very good person yeah. um, at heart. And he saw something that, 
you know, he just felt it was the right thing to do. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, I thought it was a little bit of both. Um, But let's move on to where... uh, Let's move on to his father. Yeah. Where his dad is, unlike Alfred, his dad is ecstatic about what has happened. And one thing that really stood out to me was when his dad said, the future is looking bright. Mm. And this is right after we saw all the bodies yeah. hanging. Right. What did you think about that? I was like, that was a wow moment to mm-hmm. me, to be honest. And then, yeah. I mean, this reaction and then also seeing him, like, in front of all these people because he has this meeting with all his, like, followers, right? Mm-hmm. With people also believing in the Raven Society. And I felt like he was even the leader of this group. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's a completely different level now how I'm seeing this father right now because right. I never saw him like that. I was always seeing him in a way like he was following the whole crowd, but I've never expected him to be even a leader of a small group, right. you know, leading them towards the Raven Society's goals mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That was very like, whoa, right. because it feels like that changed also the dynamic between him and Alfred completely. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, wow, because he was always the dad for me in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. And now I... That was the point for me when I felt like, wow, he even becomes kind of an enemy against his own son in a way, like yeah. an opponent almost, you know? Right. That was very interesting. I yeah. didn't see that. I was not. So, of course, we always knew that his dad was sure. he, he, he was with the Raven Society. That's true. But I never realized, and I'll, I'll say this, like his dad is, I kind of think his dad is a little evil for thinking all of that yeah, you know he yeah. saw all of these things happening yeah he saw the bodies hanging that's right and you know he's saying the future is bright i looked at his dad completely differently i looked oh, yeah. at him as he was you know an an evil person i have i hate to say it like what did you did you like get that same feeling like in this episode mm-hmm. or overall no in this in this episode i mean if it changed then then the dynamics yeah. changed completely to mm-hmm. me i mean i was like wow I, I would have never expected him to be so proactive right all of a sudden because he became proactive you know because mm-hmm. he was just the guy watching television listening to the radio and just feeling for them and feeling for the rape society and supporting them going to an event and stuff like that right but i feel like he was never someone who like okay now i'm taking over with my group mm-hmm. that I'm having right here and now we make it happen yeah. no matter what because remember the scene when he gets up it's like who's with who's with me and everyone freaks out and is with him mm-hmm. right so that was that was interesting to see because I didn't see that they gonna change his character dynamics so yeah. much you know yeah. at the end I didn't see that and the writers did a really good job and I've I've with with how they changed yeah. his character yeah. so quickly and I've just wondered like why is his dad so gung-ho about these people good question you know and i I really hope they touch on that in season two that's a very because we never actually really experience why he's Mm -hmm. so much into the raven society right Right, exactly um but let's move on to so you know his dad is really ecstatic and happy but that doesn't last for long because once again alfred saves the day (laughs) he saves the queen yeah um before we talk about the uh him saving the queen let's talk about a little funny moment where the queen is playing cards with the sisters and Beth thinks the queen is lying. And it's so funny because I thought the same thing her sister said. And her sister was like, 
pretty much she just got kidnapped right she had a knife held up to her do you really think she cares about cheating exactly what did you think about that whole moment i mean that makes it so interesting about these characters because Mm -hmm. they think about it they're basically taking the queen they're kidnapping the queen the Mm -hmm. queen of england yeah think about that for a second like what kind of level that is right right that's highest royalty here right now Mm -hmm. and they just sitting their living room and basically arguing over a cart play or right. of over cards mm-hmm. you know but they just kidnapped the queen so I like that right. I really like that the, and I feel like the screenwriters did a great job to really make them like personal still right you know they're kind of evil and kidnapping people and would even kill people and they right. did kill people already right but they're also just very random normal people in a way mm-hmm. sitting in the living room eating sandwiches and playing cards right so you know it's very I I I, I I like them and I don't. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's very hard to tell. Well, but. and this is, and I literally just <laughs> thought about this. This is so interesting because we were just talking about how Alfred's dad, how I look at him as kind of an evil person now yeah, right. after, you know, seeing all this stuff. But here we have Bet, right. who, when we always talk about her, it's like we really like her oh, because yeah. she brings <laughs> such, like, a character right. to the show. But. Bet and the dad both believe in the same thing. I know. Bet knows all this stuff is happening and she's going along what Lord Howard has to say, what right. Lord Howard wants. Yeah. So, what do you think about those two dynamics? If we think the dad is evil, do you think Bet is evil at the same time? I think, I mean, sometimes I'm really thinking when I'm when I'm watching her and the things that she says, sometimes she feels still like a young girl to me. Mm-hmm. You know, she still feels like a kid. So sometimes I'm even asking myself, is she on the same so level like everyone else? You don't she think she of, knows better? I don't think so. I don't. I think she's a little naive too, to be honest. Okay. I think she's just like, I think her sister still has power over her. Mm-hmm. Even if she doesn't want to accept that, I think her older sister definitely knows what to do with her. If she says something, right. at some point, Bet is basically agreeing to it and she's definitely doing it. Mm-hmm. So... And I, I don't know. I think Bet is still kind of a little kid, like a little girl. She just wants to have fun, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and she lost her first love. Right. Right. So she's like, she's an adult. She looks like an adult, but mm-hmm. she seems more like a teenager. To yeah. Me. Yeah. You know, yeah, let me do this. Yeah, of course we can kidnap him. And then we have fun and play cards. But why is she cheating on, on me right now? Right. I'm playing cards with her, you know? Right. And that's, I mean, it's interesting to see because I feel the story writers, they just want us to... To ha- to have also struggle, yeah. To to really like be on one side, exactly. And I think exactly. they did a very good job with that. So guys, you did a fa- phenomenal job. Just, so mm-hmm. just continue. Shouting, shouting out the chat right now, uh, we got Melody Soto saying that they think the card game. They thought the card game was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, and yes. That, uh, and that the queen wasn't the badass. I thought she was. She was so weak, and it almost made me a damsel in distress. Did you guys agree with that? I the queen was doing what she was told to do but that you know what you bring up a very good point because I was thinking this they they're not gonna I didn't think they were gonna kill the queen because if they kill the queen then all this is for nothing they need the queen alive yeah to for her to read what she yeah what she read yeah so in a way now that you bring that up ryan that uh i do think the queen was very weak in that moment because oh, she was she should have thought you know they need me alive to read this yeah so 
I'm not going to read this and I'm going to try and figure out a way to get out of this. Yeah, that's right. What did you think I about think that? She, I think when, when they play cards in the living room, I think she was she felt weak to me. Mm-hmm. The way how she behaved, her yeah. expression was very weak in a way. Right. Because I think she didn't really understand why do we argue over cards here right now? Right. I think it was very like crazy for her in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, the, For the sisters, it was kind of normal, I think, right. because that's what they do. Right. You know what I mean? They're sitting in the living room and they play cards with strangers or whatever. Yeah. Or just yeah. with people that they're just kidnapped. For them, it's kind of normal. But mm-hmm. then coming as one home, someone in, in the living room who's someone that, who was kidnapped, right. it's kind of a weird situation because in the first place, you think, oh my God, they might kill me. And then we start arguing about cards. Mm-hmm. What is that? Right. You know what I mean? So it's just weird, you know? Yeah. Weird. So anyway, Alfred, he, he saves the day. He's right. able to rescue the queen after this intense standoff with, yeah. with Bet. And um, afterwards, we find out that everything is back to normal, with the exception that Alfred has a new love interest, I guess. Oh, my I don't know if it's a two-way thing or if it's just one-sided, but the queen is definitely... Yes, exactly. (laughs) And you know what? They definitely had some sex. They definitely had some sex. I mean... It was. I think the queen thought it was very good sex after yeah. that. What did What did you think about that pairing? Did you see that coming? I mean, no, not at all. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. But I feel like when she had her speech on television, mm-hmm. I think she came over to him and she said, hey, you called me mama or something like that, right? She said something yeah. like that to him and then she's whispering in his ear and then the next scene is ready. Okay, we're done. We did it. So he felt like when I saw his face standing in front of the bed and the queen is still in laying in the bed, mm-hmm. she, he felt like a little boy in a candy shop. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So, oh my God, I F right. the queen right, right now. Exactly. Oh my God, I'm a few. I'm one of the few people who mm-hmm. did that, you know? So And so, I, yeah, and I think for the queen and Alfred, they're both looking at this situation in different ways. For the queen... She's looking at it as this guy just saved my life. So she's looking at him as if, you know, she he's her hero. Yeah. And she's she has so much lust for him now. And I think that if this never happened, she would probably never look at him that way. Whereas like you said, Alfred, he's just doing it because it's the queen. She gets what she wants. And then on the, on the same on, on the same note, he gets to F the queen, like yeah, you I said. Mean, yeah. I mean, guys, let me l- l- tell us what you guys think. But right. if you would have the chance to F someone on that level, would you do would it you or do would it? you not? And then the second thing is, I honestly believe that even if he wouldn't have saved her or helped her or something, mm-hmm. I think for her, he's just like a toy boy. You know what I mean? Right. Don't get me wrong. I you know, don't a little think, bit like older than he is, right. but oh my god, he's like he's cute. I just want to do something. Right. I think for <laughs> both parties, I don't think either of them really have are in love. With no, each not other. at all. Not at all. This is just That's for sure. They're having fun. Oh yeah. So let them As have we fun. all do people, right? right? Exactly. <laughs> Sorry? Well, what's up? I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, all right. Come on. Let's talk about this. <laughs> and then he plays his song. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually in the rhythm even though. Okay, gotcha. All right. So, um, the, uh, Alfred's dad, right. he's not happy. No. And I we find out that Alfred learns about his dad's involvement yeah. with the Raven Society, which I was a little confused about that because, you know, you, you live in the same house. How would you not know that... He yeah. he's with he's he's for this society and yeah. even the his uh, his wife finds out, but um, I think you mean like the mom, 
Yeah, I think she knew about that already in for decades almost. Right. I like I think she knew about that for a very long time already. So if she's able to pick up on it, why wasn't Alfred? And Alfred's a very smart man. That's so right. That's why I was a little confused yeah. about that. That's part. an interesting point that you just raised. I believe when I'm thinking about the very first or the second episode, remember, I mm-hmm. think at the beginning the dad and Alfred, they didn't really talk much with yeah. each other. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't really have that relationship that they had at the end, mm-hmm. out of a sudden talking about even the, the illness that the, or the, that the dad has, yeah. out of a sudden. And being quite open with each other mm-hmm. didn't happen in the first couple of episodes. Yeah. So I think if you have that relationship with someone who's even your parent or whatever, mm-hmm. that doesn't always mean that you talk about everything just because it's your dad or he's your son or something. Exactly. You know? So I think that's where it comes from, I guess. Right, right. And so we also find out that um, Alfred, he tells his father that yeah. he knows about his cancer. Yeah. And like you said, in the beginning, their relationship wasn't, you know, the best. Right. And then, but they do get to a point where they do understand each other and yeah. their relationship is that much better. Yeah. That was short-lived because his father has a plan up his sleeve. He knows that yeah. Alfred has something to do yeah. with um, Lord Howard getting yeah. arrested. What did you think about that moment where his dad was saying goodbye to Alfred? Yeah. I think that I think we talked about that for a second when mm-hmm. we watched it. I think it's exactly the same scene that Alfred did when he was about to basically hunt those people and yeah. trying to shoot them. I think right. he did the same thing. He was basically I said basically again. Oh my God! Stop saying that, Benjamin. No, but um, he was hugging his mom. Mm-hmm. He was also coming to his dad and saying, "Bye, dad." Right. Like having his shoulder, his hand mm-hmm. on his whole his shoulder. The same right. thing that the dad did at the yeah. end. And I knew he probably says that for the very last time right, right now. But uh, I I just wanted to also mention something about the relationship that you just pointed out, which is interesting. Do you remember this phase? What the, when the dad um, realized that. Alfred knows something mm-hmm. and then out of a sudden he's like oh my god what do you mean what, what do you know what, what, what did mom tell you yeah because he was immediately expecting that he now knows about the Raven Society mm-hmm. so that means for me the cancer thing was even nothing for him yeah did, did you realize that yeah, yeah the Raven Society was the big thing that was mm-hmm. the big secret for him that he has cancer oh my god that's not important and he even know? said like I want you to always remember me as he says something like as a good person or remember me remember if when if I if I die always remember me as a good person something around those even, lines even when people talk about me in a bad way right exactly which, which made me understand already mm-hmm. okay that means some people like a community of people know mm-hmm. what his dad is all about right but Alfred never realized that for some reason even maybe being around those people no one ever told him about anything mm-hmm. which is very interesting Right. So I think they were always trying to keep Alfred out of this circle. Yeah. Everybody right. who was basically like associated with the Raven Society. Right. Very interesting. Very good point. So we fast forward to yeah. the dad, uh, Alfred's dad. He has a bomb. He's yeah. planning on killing everyone, yeah. including himself. But again, Alfred is there to save the day. He tries to stop the dad. Right. And the dad is like, you know what? You need to leave. And then another OMG moment, Alfred shoots his father. Were you expecting that? No. Yeah. No, not. I mean, I didn't expect anything because 
in these moments, I'm always like, mm-hmm. how can you end that now? What yeah. is the, you know, you have the dad on this side, you have the son on this side, you have the queen in the middle, mm-hmm. you have a bomb on the dad's side. How right. do you end this storyline? Yeah, right now? exactly. So, I mean, no, but I didn't see it. But I don't know. What, what did you feel? Did you, I did you see was, that? I did not see that. And I was surprised that I didn't see that because we've seen in several episodes that Alfred has no problem shooting and killing people. That's right. So even though this is his dad, he saw what was going to happen. True. All these people were going to die. Right. And he knew what he had to do. Do we know if his father... Well, we didn't really see the father, but Alfred and the queen were the only only ones that came outside of the house. So I mean, the only thing that didn't really make sense, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if you think about that for a second, you have the dad on one side with the bomb, and Mm -hmm. then you have Alfred on the other side in the same room, in the same building. So Mm -hmm. no matter what happens, if the dad really does it everyone will die even yeah. his son mm-hmm. so I'm just assuming even if the Alfred wouldn't have shot his dad in the shoulder or something the dad wouldn't have done it because come on think about that for a second in the first place because he said hey you have to take care well, of no, mom he did, he did um, press the button though because the bomb went off yeah but that's when he did that in a second when he got already shot then okay. that's, and I think it was the same moment. I'm not sure if he would have done it, though, right. because he would have realized, wait a second, if I do that right now, my son is going to be dead anyway. Right, so would right. I kill my son? Maybe I'm just having the wrong way of thinking right yeah. now, but I think about that. I don't know. Maybe they'll explain in season two. Um, but we're running short on time. Let's quickly oh, wow. talk <gasps> about Martha and Thomas. What did you think about this whole storyline between them? Oh, my God. Ryan, give it to me. <laughs> let's talk about sex, babe. I need to find the sound. It's okay, bite, no, but let's talk about sex. <laughs> I was waiting thing. for this, people. I yeah. was waiting for this old... I mean, mm-hmm. I was always talking about that in every episode. Right. And now, finally... And the funny thing about that is... Yeah. That Thomas is saying to him... Uh, to her... Uh, I like you, Martha. I just yeah. want to be a good friend to you. you yeah. Know, I just want to help you. I, I like you. Mm-hmm. And then Martha said... Oh, so you like me sexually. I I loved how... (laughs) That was so funny. Yeah, I loved how Martha was like, oh, really? You you really like me? And I like how they're not just fully in love with each other. I like how it was very awkward and it's still... They still have ways to go to get there. But then we find out Thomas gets shot. This is going to change the dynamic with everything because I think Martha... It's gonna start getting more feelings for Thomas because she realized she just she realized that you know I really do care about this man like I yeah. didn't want him to die That's real right. quick. What did you think about that? I feel like at the be- yeah I totally agree. I think she just wanted to hear that he likes her. Yeah, I think she wanted him to like her, mm-hmm. but she would have never said it by herself in the right. first place. So I think yeah. she was always waiting for him to tell her. Right. And when he did, oh my god, okay, now I can be even more exactly. open and tell you too. Mm-hmm. But then the scenario, and we talked about that while we were watching it, very interesting moment because no one saw it coming. I mean, they were about to do it, mm-hmm. and then he got shot out from outside right. in the shoulder and went down. And, and I was like, okay. And then the next scene is you see Alfred on the motorcycle, mm-hmm. like, riding away. Right. So everyone was thinking, oh, my God, it was Alfred. I don't think it was Alfred. No, I don't think yeah. I don't think that either. But, but we will find out in season two. Let's get into our special segment. Where yeah. It's our special, special segment. That's right. We, we picked uh, three butlers of all time. Oh, my God. Of all, like, in any movie or any TV show. That's right. So um, you you lead the way, or actually, I'll start with this guy. Yeah. Um, so you all know him. I love this Fresh guy. Fresh <laughs> Prince of Bel Air. 
he went by the name of uh, Jeffrey. I picked him because like he was just he was such a cool butler and everyone loved him. And yeah, I mean, I love I love this guy. And I was always saying when I was watching that in Germany, it was mm-hmm. even also ba- a big hit in Germany, by the way, guys, you know, mm-hmm. he should have gotten a spinoff. Yeah. Just this yeah. character. Yeah. I mean, I always wanted to know where is this guy coming from? Right. Because you just seen him scenes coming in saying some crazy stuff. You right. Know, like exactly. very, very funny. And then he was gone. Yeah. And then he came back. So I wish they would have done something with yeah. him. Yeah. He was played by uh, Joseph Marcel. Yeah. Who did you pick? I picked the legend because I like this guy. I grew up mm. with him. Michael Caine. Uh-huh. Right. I definitely have to pick him because... Honestly, he's the he was the best choice for me so far. Right. Right. We talked about Pierce Brosnan, you know, like rumors that he's going to be the next uh, the butler. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure about that. But Michael Caine, since I was a kid, I was watching the Batman movies and he was always the guy for me. Right. Mm-hmm. So he was the he was basically always the picture that I had in my head when I th- when I thought about a butler. Right. It was Michael Caine. You know, this posh guy, very well mm-hmm. educated, very like carrying himself in a very proper way. So I really like that about him. So I hope Pierce, you're gonna do a great job in the future, but I don't doubt it. I think you're gonna do a great job. So Right. And then this one was picked none other by the lovely Cherry. Oh yeah. This one is from uh Black Ladder Rowan at Attic at Atixon, forgive me if I'm pronouncing the name wrong, but right. this one was uh, a cool one. A little unfamiliar with it, but yeah. I mean, you know who that is, right? Yes, I do know who it is. Who <laughs> played Mr. Bean. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> awesome. I mean, who doesn't know Mr. Bean? Come on. The f- one of the funniest people on earth, I guess. Well, those are the three, our three <laughs> top picks. Let us know in the chat who you guys think are like just your all-time favorite butlers. Um, let's go to some news and gossip. Yeah, let's do some news. And we're going to start with the very first one, which is very interesting. You might have heard about it already. We're going to have Batwoman coming out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you like on CW. Yeah. Batwoman's coming out next week on Saturday on good. the 6th of October. Very interesting. And what's interesting about it is she's going to be portrayed by Ruby Rose. She's yep. an Australian actor. She's a model. And I just wanted to basically point that out very for a second because she said something about her costume that's one of the news she basically was complaining a little bit mm-hmm. at the first when she, when they shot the pilot because she had to go to the bathroom oh yeah and I was like man mm-hmm. I just want to have something like all the Batman have you, you know, know? So they have funny. a zipper or whatever you know they I, can... <laughs> I guarantee you everyone has everyone who has worn that suit right. or has worn any type of superhero suit right, has right, had right. that problem Exa- so exactly but as a man you know what you know it's yeah. a little bit right. I mean come on guys costume water please do it for us right <laughs> we all have that need you know no matter who we are right but uh, I also wanted to show you some other stuff very interesting mm-hmm. obviously we have the Joker yeah. right I mentioned that already last week the spin-off just the Joker movie which is not really related to the DC universe but still played by Joaquin Phoenix I love this guy it's coming out next Friday Joker the movie mm-hmm. trailer looked great I don't know if you, you saw it the trailer really right good. I mean guys if he's not gonna win or like at least gonna be nominated for an Oscar I don't know what's gonna happen but also, one of the rumors I wanted to point out is that Jonah Hill is in discussion to basically, I said basically, but I don't care, a villain 
in the new Batman movie, okay. portrayed by Robert Pattinson, as we all know already, right? He's confirmed, and now people are rumoring that Jonah Hill is playing one of the villains. They want to have six villains in total in mm -hmm. all these three movies because right. they're going to do three movies, mm -hmm. and he probably is going to play the penguin. Right. Remember oh. from back in the day? I can see that. I can definitely yeah. see that. I yeah. can definitely see it at him as a penguin. Right? That's crazy. I know, right? I didn't see that, but I, now that I that I see the, the penguin from back in the day with mm -hmm. Danny DeVito, right? Right. That was awesome. So right. I can definitely see Jonah as well. And now also coming back to Ruby Rose, I mean, it sounds very crazy at the very beginning, but she's okay, guys. I can tell you that she's fine, but she had a surgery because what happened is she did some crazy stunts by herself for mm -hmm. a movie that she did before, and what happened is she basically kind of displaced some disc oh, in wow. her back, and she was very close to get paralyzed, Oh and no. that was very serious. So she had a very long surgery to get mm -hmm. that straight, to get it right, and now she can obviously still walk and do right, and does right. bad woman. But she was very close to be paralyzed. Think about that for yeah, a second. That's insane. And the first thing that I had in mind, you know, how how ironic it is sometimes to play superhero and then out of a sudden you can't do it anymore. Think about Christopher Reeve who right. played Superman. Yeah. He had his horse riding stuff and then out of a sudden he fell down and boom. It's very, very I mean, dangerous. Yeah. So I just wanted to point that out. You know, actors are not just acting. Right. They do a lot more and right. they're also risking their lives. Yeah. Know? So. Well, thank yeah. you, man, for that news and gossip. We really appreciate it. Let's really touch on predictions. We kind of touched on predictions. Yeah. But um, we need to know if there will be a season two. I haven't really seen anything. I don't. I haven't heard about any cancellations. I did some research. I haven't seen anything, mm -hmm. but I also you're right. I haven't read anything about cancellations. Or right. Something. So, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna have yeah. hope for a season oh, two. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm positive. I've I've heard nothing but good reviews. That's right. For the show, every time, so. every week when I did my research and and saw the news, people were just talking positively about it. So yeah. I cannot expect to not have a season. Right. Two, you know. So. so well, hopefully you guys will be seeing oh, a yeah. season two very. Very For soon, sure. because I still want to see Martha and Thomas, you guys. You right, know what I'm exactly, about, right? exactly. Now, well, that on. is all the time we have for today. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I'm your host Benny Adams. You can find me on all social media at Benny J Adams. Yeah, hey guys, this is Benjamin Schnau. You can also find me on all the platforms at Benjamin Schnau, S C H N A U. And I also want to say thank you to all of you guys like joining in every week for all the episodes we really enjoyed you guys keep up with that right also for all the other shows that we have and we definitely going to be back with the second season if they let us okay thank you guys make it work. we'll see you uh, we'll see you soon hopefully peace <laughs> our founder Kevin Undergaro and me Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV remember we're not just the first we're the biggest in the world and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.